On today's episode... I'm a bored student in class. But you put me out in real life where I have to go and order tacos and a beer. Now that's fun. And if they buy or not, it really doesn't matter because what I, I know is that they're going to walk away from the encounter that they've had from me and gone, you know what, he's given me the pros and cons and he hasn't pushed it. My confidence was absolutely stripped. I'm David Bevis and you're listening to Mexico Over the Wall, a podcast about Mexico from the other side. On this episode, I'll be talking to Rich Varney. Rich moved to Mexico from the UK and lives in Guadalajara. I started off by asking him how long he's been living here. I've been, I've been living in Mexico since 2009 and uh, mainly here in Guadalajara which is, uh, I mean, for the, for the people that um, are not familiar with Mexico in the slightest, Guadalajara is the second biggest city in Mexico after Mexico City. And then you've got Monterrey, of course, up north. Um, and so, yeah, I, I arrived in 2009 uh, directly from England, directly from, uh, I was living in Cambridge with my wife, with my Mexican wife. Um, and we decided to come and live in Guadalajara. We thought there'll be a lot more opportunity for us being young people and my wife had had studied and worked in Guadalajara before so she knew it so it's kind of moving to an area that she she was familiar with. And what made you decide that moving to Mexico was a good idea? I've always been a bit of a avid traveler as soon as I could really travel and go abroad on my own I did you know I, I went backpacking uh, my generation definitely uh, was kind of into backpacking and, and uh, going off to Thailand and India because it was the most kind of exotic thing that, that you could do in your early 20s. Um, and so that's what I did. I went backpacked Thailand and a little bit in Malaysia, um, a little bit in Cambodia. So, yeah, it was, um, it was eye-opening, you know, and, and I got into the travel thing when I was very young, lived in Portugal when I was growing up. So I, I was kind of familiar with, with, uh, with living abroad from a very young age. Moving to Mexico was... Probably it's like a, a continuation of my, my childhood um, experiences of living in Portugal when I was six. Did you know Spanish before you moved out? Yeah, I did a course. I got actually, I was planning to get married in 2009 here in Mexico. That was in April. Before to get married, I thought, you know, I've got to learn a bit of Spanish, right? So I wouldn't be completely oblivious to what's going on in my wedding. Uh, as it happened, no one spoke any English at my wedding, so it was a bit of a shock. Um, so I, I went and I thought I'd do like a a, a, a basic kind of Spanish course at, look at the regional college, and it did it did help a little bit. And then and then when I moved here in two thousand nine, I just I took a uh, I, I went in and did did an intensive Spanish course for the first six months. But I'm a terrible student. I, I I've learned Spanish on the street. I I, learn, I know I know street Spanish. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was all about. I've all, I've always loved language. I'm fascinated with language, but for me, it was just like, uh, how do I live on a daily basis here? I mean, and they don't teach you that at school. I don't think any schools really teach you how to live, and, and you learn that through living. You learn that through experiencing. And so, uh, I I've always been the kind of the one that 
I'm a, I'm a bored student in class, but you put me out in real life where I have to go and order tacos and a beer. Now that's fun. Yeah, that's when you really learn. Yeah. I think when I really learned, knew that I'd learned Spanish was when I had to complain to a waiter. Then, then you, <laughs> so it all comes out. That's right. And they're looking at you kind of like bog eyed and going, is he, is he complaining or is he just like trying to find the word? And, and it's kind of like a, they're not really, they're not really getting what you're saying. Um, and that, that was for me. I mean, talking about language, that was really for the first, I would say two to three years living in Mexico. I would get that response. Um, and I lived in, I, I've lived in, I live in Guadalajara where you, where really you can't really live in Guadalajara and just get away speaking English. It doesn't, it's still to this day, you can't get away with it. You know, even though a lot of young people speak English, but, but it, it, the general life of Guadalajara, no, it's in, it's in Spanish. What is it that you do in Mexico? So I, I work in, um, I work in real estate. It, it, it's taken me a long time to get to a point where um, I kind of realized what I wanted to do. You know, it, it took, it's taken me, I've been in real estate only for, um, I'm just under two years now. It'll be, it'll be two years in May I started in real estate. But before that, I tried everything from, um, I, I was, uh, I started here, I'm a therapist by trade in England. That, that's what I, um, that's what I studied at college. I'm a, I'm a massage therapist. I do Thai yoga massage, which no one really knows anything about. But, um, but yeah, that's what I did. I, I, I was teaching it for a while here as well. I had a little kind of school where I was teaching people how to do it. Um, at the same time, I was an English teacher. <laughs> where everyone's an English teacher in Mexico. Everyone, everyone starts off like that, yeah. But then, you know, English teaching wasn't that good for me. It was a lot of hours and not a lot of reward financially. Um, I got a job for a short period of time as a headhunter. Interesting, learned, learned quite a bit about, you know, living, working and living in Mexico. Um, and then, and then I ended up getting a job working for a ceramic company. Um, and I, I was there, I stayed there for quite a few years working as a project manager for, for that company. Um, so that was, that was interesting. Um, learned a lot, a lot of experiences there. And, and then eventually, you know, kind of like eight years down the line and I found real estate. That took you a long time to get there. But I think it's all, it's all useful. All of that is completely useful for what we need in life. You know, I think all the, I mean, I mean, the amount of tables I waited. Oh my God. But it's, it's, it's a useful tool. And I think it's definitely helped me in my customer service skills has definitely helped me in doing what I'm doing now. And that's, you know, um, working in real estate and, and mainly helping foreigners buy real estate in Mexico. But it, but it, but it sounds simple and it's not because really you're dealing with people that aren't familiar with Mexico. You're dealing with people that don't speak Spanish and that are thinking to relocate to Mexico, which it may be their first major relocation in their lives. And they're probably 55 and they've been working really hard all their lives. And they've probably saved up a nice little nest egg that like they can kind of come to Mexico and purchase a property, say. And, and then basically they find me through, um, a year ago, I started a YouTube channel, uh, helping people move to Mexico, you know, doing helpful tips and tricks about, you know, doing videos, um, about people moving to Mexico and interviews and all that kind of stuff. And, and 
And, and so my job, my work is in a way turned out to be more of a, I would say, as an, an, an advisor um, than, and I do real estate, you know, I'm like an advisor, but I do real estate with it because it, it's kind of like the icing on the cake if they ended up um, wanting to purchase a house in a, in a safe and secure way that they're not going to get ripped off and, you know, all the rest of it, all the, the horror stories that people can t- tell you about buying properties in foreign lands, you know? What are the kind of things that you advise your uh, potential clients about when they're thinking of coming to Mexico? What kind of things do you tell them? Well, you, I mean, you've got you to gotta listen to them, mate. I mean, you've really got to kind of befriend them in a way that's sincere. So it, in a way that they 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 trust you and they they value your opinion is 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 valid you know your opinion is is kind of a it has some uh grounding and i think the only way i can really do that is because i've been here 10 years um and i'm you know and i I think people that meet me doing it i i i i'm I'm a kind of like no bullshit guy, you know, I'll, I'll tell you how it is. And I would rather you buy something if you, you know, that you like, that you're going to be happy in, rather than come back to me a few years later and go, Rich, you sold me the completely wrong house, you know. So you've got to listen. You've really got to listen. And, and, and some people, David, are just not ready. And, 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 and why not make them aware of that? Why not? be like guys you, you you know you need more time or 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 you just you know you're you're, you're presenting offers but you're, you're presenting things and but you're listening and at the same time you're taking a feel from them and getting an idea of of their needs and necessities and all the rest of it um and and then just and and if it's meant to be it's meant to be and there's no pushy i mean god i mean what drives me crazy david is these these hard sell sales guys Oh my God. You know, like you just want to punch them in the face because they, because half the time they don't listen. And it, and it's like, we're not in sales. I, I believe our job is more like, like a therapist. And I've been a therapist for 12 years where I've helped people with their bodies and stuff, you know, um, mass, you know, giving them treatments. So in a way, that's who, who we are. And it's a, it's such a huge thing. Someone, as you know, quite in first hand, moving to another country is not to be taken lightly. And if you can point out the pros or the cons, and so they can make up their own mind to if it's the right thing for them, then, you know, I've done my job. And if they buy or not, it really doesn't matter because what I, I know is that they're going to walk away from the encounter that they've had from me and gone, you know what, he's given me the pros and cons and he hasn't pushed it. Tell me what it was like when you first came to Mexico. What was it, what was it like adapting to living in Mexico? Uh, frightening. Yeah, frightening. I mean, you know, when you come to a country where you don't speak the language and you can't communicate and all your life you've been able to communicate with people it's it's uncomfortable i mean i can't really put it any other way it's it's invigorating on one hand uh, very very uncomfortable and you feel very insecure most of the time um and i'm a confident guy i mean you know i, I i'm i'm generally a quite i think quite a confident person but my god like my confidence was absolutely stripped 
from my bones. I was kind of, I think I, I hid in my little world a little bit, maybe didn't go out as much. And uh, I didn't meet any English person for the first six months. I think I met a few, a few Americans. I met a few Americans in my, in my school. Uh, but the English person from England, it took me six months to meet the first person. I'm, and I'm still friends with them today. Really? Wow. Yeah. I think I actually tried to avoid people from England. I didn't want to sort of like get into a clique where you, where you don't learn about the culture. Yes. Yeah. Th- yeah, there's definitely that. I, I, I wasn't, it, it was kind of more forced on me that I didn't really have a choice because I, I was living in this little community. This, I was living in, in Guadalajara, just, just a little bit outside of the center of Guadalajara, but, but, but just completely surrounded by, by, uh, by lovely Mexican people. Um, that was, that was my life. And, um, yeah, and it still is actually today. I, I don't live in, um, I work in Agahik. I, I do real estate in Agahik, but I, I go home every day and then live in Guadalajara. And I, to be honest, mate, I actually prefer it. Um, I, I like, I like knowing that I live in Mexico, um, around, you know, beautiful Mexicans. You know what I mean? It's, that's why we're here, right? Yeah. Otherwise, why leave your home? You know, it's, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's for another podcast. Uh, we could delve into that one, I think, next time, David. Yeah. Okay. And uh, finally, anything you'd like to to plug? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I mentioned the YouTube page, uh, Rich Varney. Um, I upload videos every single week about living here in Mexico and showing houses, talking about the life in Mexico, talking about um, the food, talking about customs, talking about kind of similar stuff to what you're doing on your podcast, David. Just just sharing my bit of Mexico with people. Um, uh, that's every week I upload that. I'll, uh, I'll leave a link. And then, and then yeah, this is going to be um, the first podcast, uh, I guess. Uh, maybe the first podcast will be the one that I interview you. Maybe that will be my first podcast. Um, so um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm not sure what I'm going to call it yet, but um, maybe Rich Varney, The Rich Varney Show. So I was talking there to Rich Varney, who lives in Guadalajara. You can find the address for his YouTube channel in the show notes for this episode. Over the course of this series, I'm going to be interviewing people from all over the place about their experiences of living in Mexico. If you live in Mexico and would like to take part, please get in touch by writing to feedback at mexicooverthewall.com. Please support the podcast by giving us a review, which you can do via mexicooverthewall.com slash apple for apple podcasts slash stitcher for stitcher or leave us a review via your favourite podcast provider. You can also support us with hard cash by sponsoring us on Patreon. One of the benefits of sponsorship is that you get extended versions of these interviews. Go to patreon.com slash MexicoOverTheWall for more details. That's it for this episode. Hope you liked it. See you next time. Bye.